What is going on, friends? Thank you for joining us for the New Vision Podcast. We here at New Vision believe that the gospel transforms lives. So we're going to take an opportunity to open up God's word and see what he has to say so that we can take the best next step to become more like Jesus. Hi, friends. Dr. Joseph coming to you here for uh, day 27 as we're going to be digging into Mark chapter 7, verses 24 through 37. I'm going to be reading out of the New American Standard Bible. So let's dig in here and uh, let's enjoy just kind of what God's Word has to say. So it says in verse 24, Jesus got up and went away from there to the region of Tyre. When he had entered a house, he wanted no one to know of it, yet he could not escape notice. But after hearing of him, a woman whose little daughter had an unclean spirit immediately came and fell at his feet. Now the woman was a Gentile of the Syrophoenician race, and she kept asking him to cast a demon out of her daughter. And as he, as he, and he was saying to her, Let the little children be satisfied first, for it is not good to take the children's bread and throw it to the dogs. But she answered and said to him, Yes, Lord, but even the dogs under the table feed on the children's crumbs. And he said to her, Because of this answer, go. The demon has gone out of your daughter. And going back to her home, she found the child lying on the bed, the demon having left. Again, he went out from the region of Tyre and came to Sidon, to the Sea of Galilee, within the, the region of Decapolis. They brought to him one who was deaf and spoke with difficulty, and they implored him to lay his hand on him. Jesus took him aside from the crowd by himself and put his fingers into his ears. And after spitting, he touched his tongue with a saliva and looked up to heaven with a deep sigh. He said to him, Epaphatha, that is, be opened. And his ears were opened. And then the impediment of his tongue was removed, and he began speaking plainly. And he gave orders not to tell anyone. But the more he ordered them, the more widely they continued to proclaim it. They were utterly astonished, saying, He has done all things well. He makes even the deaf to hear and the mute to speak. Now, in this passage, what we see is prior to this, Jesus would often do a lot of miracles for people of the, of the Jewish background. But here's one of the times that we see that Jesus actually interacts with those that are not specifically of the Jewish background. Now, if you kind of think about even prior to this, we see where Jesus, he declared food to be, uh, all food to be clean. You know, prior to this, the, the Jewish people would have looked at things. They would have said, well, that food is clean. That food is unclean. Therefore, they would have eaten it. But here's something that's a little bit different in that Jesus is now going to show because he's going to go to these Gentile cities. He's going to go to these places that were often off limits for the Jewish people. And he's going to do some miracles there. And, and so he is starting to show how people now are to be understood as those that aren't to be referenced as clean or unclean. And so he's having this interaction, this area of Tyre. And Tyre is about 50 miles north uh, northeast. It's a, it's a long, this area here, that um, it would have been a big trip for Jesus to have gone to Tyre. And so, uh, you know, he's there in these, in these Gentile cities, 
and he starts to have ministry that's there. And in fact, he wanted to at first not even um, be noticed. And yet, here is this chance for Jesus to have this interaction. I think it's interesting as well that you see that uh, this person, after hearing of him, this woman whose little daughter had an unclean spirit immediately came and fell at his feet. I want to tell you, that's one of the unique things that you actually see about some of the miracles of people that came to Jesus is that they're falling at his feet. Think about the demoniac. Uh, whenever the demoniac came, legion, right? What did it say in the passage? That he came and fell at his feet. The woman that was suffering with blood, what happened? She heard about Jesus. She came. She fell at his feet. Jairus, Jairus is, is having this encounter. His first thing that he does whenever he comes to Jesus, he falls at his feet. It's this place of just total desperation, this place of just being totally just ready for whatever the Lord wanted to do in that moment. And what's she doing? She's pleading. She's begging, right? She had she had a daughter, had an unclean spirit. And so she kept asking, as it says in verse 26, just cast this demon out. Lord Jesus, if you can, just cast this demon out. Now, it's interesting in this that Jesus, he, he still kind of keeps a little bit of this understand he's he's almost like he's testing her heart in this moment because he starts to do this interaction in verse 27 when he says let the children be satisfied first that would have been a phrase about i'm here to do the ministry to the to the children of israel i'm here to to reach jews and he says for it's not good to take the children's bread and throw it to the dogs now that would have been a phrase that would have had meant something to this lady during this time, that Gentiles were considered by Jews to be like dogs. They were considered equal to that because of just their previous experience with them. Jewish people did not like Gentile people. They didn't like to associate with them. And so this is uh, this is kind of Jesus' way. He's, he's testing her to see, is she really concerned about this? Is she really concerned? Does she really want to see this? healing. And what's her response? Yes, Lord, but even the dogs and the little dogs is what she's kind of saying here. Under the table, feed on the children's crumbs, right? She's she's just saying, Jesus, whatever you can do in this moment, I'll take it. I believe in you. I've heard of you. I believe in you. And I want to see healing happen over my daughter more than anything else. So whatever you can do in this moment, which is once again, just a total picture of her heart. She didn't care about any of the designation of being a dog or being a Jew or a Gentile. Her heart was revealing more and more that she wanted to see healing happen for her daughter. And what's Jesus' response in verse 29? Because of this answer, go, the demon has gone out of your daughter. This is actually one of the unique times that we even see where Jesus didn't have physical contact with um, with the person. He didn't have a, a visual contact with the person. Instead, he spoke it. And in this moment of just speaking for this uh, for this child to be healed of this demon, to be released of this demon, it happened. We even see this in another passage where Jesus in, encounters uh, this. Uh, Roman official and this uh, the Roman official, the centurion comes and 
You know, he says, I, I have one of my servants that's sick. Jesus, if you could just say it, right, then I believe that you will, uh, that this person can be healed. And what did Jesus say? Jesus said, wow, this is the most awesome faith that I have seen uh, in all of Israel, that I could just speak this and this person believes that it's going to be done. And so here's kind of the same thing that we see. There's not a physical contact. There's not a visual thing that's happening. Instead, it's just say it, and this is going to be this is going to happen. And so, what what a matter of faith that's being shown right here, right? And let me just ask you: Are you kind of looking sometimes in your life for there to be this awesome thing to just totally reveal of God's plan in your life? Whenever it's just a matter of just trusting and believing that what that God's going to see you through that that God's plan is greater in this moment and we can believe and trust in him i don't have faith in faith that's not what this is saying i have faith in jesus christ he's the object of my faith faith in god and god alone and it's because of that i can i can truly just take all my cares all my concerns to him and i can leave them at his feet and see that Lord, I know you don't have to be here physically to do something, but your spirit is here. And Lord, you will provide in this moment whatever that is. And I am willing to take whatever the outcome is because it's all for your glory. That's the way that we need to live in our life. But then he goes from the region of Tyre, verse 31, and came through Sidon to the Sea of Galilee within the region of Decapolis. So now he's going to a different set of people. And he had interacted in Decapolis before, once again, with the healing of the demoniac that happened in the Decapolis area. But he's in a different part of this. Remember Decapolis, it's these 10 cities, Deca, Polis, 10 cities. And they would have had Greek influence. There would have been Jews that would have been living there that they would have had a, a Greek influence as well. And so it was an area that you saw a lot of Jewish people going into, but those that were there, they had that connection in that way. And so they brought to him, brought to Jesus, one who was deaf and spoke with difficulty. And they asked him, they implored on him, Jesus, just lay his hand on him. Just put your hands on him. And we believe that he could be healed. Now, Jesus does something that's really kind of interesting. He doesn't do this very publicly. In fact, the Bible specifically says how Jesus took him aside from the crowd. He pulled him away. He took him to a different place. And he does something very unique. Now, we see this kind of happen in other passages of where Jesus would interact, and whether it was putting mud on somebody's eyes or, or, or doing something in some type of way. And what does Jesus do? He put his fingers into his ear, and after spitting, he touched his tongue with the saliva. So this is not really the most cleanest thing that's happening in this time, and yet it didn't matter in this moment. What what Jesus was more concerned about was was his this man's healing. And so uh, he healed sometimes. If you think about it, Jesus would heal without a word. Um, Jesus would heal in response to one's faith. He would sometimes heal in response to the faith of another. He would heal those who asked. He would heal those that he approached. And so Jesus wasn't tied down to saying, well, this is the only way that I've got to, I've got to do this. No, instead, he is, he's really catching this man's attention. Um, 
because he knew that this was a way for for him to interact. And if you kind of think about it, Jesus is uh, touching this man. He is dealing with this man in a way that that he would have felt like an outcast. And so he's bringing him closer. He's showing his nearness to this man in this time. But but then we see something that Jesus does. He looks up to heaven in verse 34, and he, he has this deep sigh. Now, in other parts of the Bible, this same word is used. Actually, in, you even see this in Romans chapter 8 about this groaning that we have, that this inward groaning that we, we sometimes have. And Jesus is in this moment. He's showing this inward groaning, this this deep, heartfelt just desire in this time. And uh, and he looks at me, he says these words, you know, it be opened. And his ears were open. And the ability for this man to speak immediately happened. And he began to speak plainly. You know, he had words to say. He had something to say in this moment. And Jesus, he asked him, he says, you know, don't tell anyone about this. But, I mean, the guy just couldn't keep it to himself. And in fact, the more that he talked, more other people recognized, man, this guy is talking, right? This is the guy that at one time he was deaf. He was mute. He wasn't able to talk. And now here he is. He's talking fully. Jesus was able to do this. And the people were totally astonished. They were amazed and they even say this phrase, he has done all things well. He makes even the deaf to hear and the mute to speak. You know, if you go back to Isaiah chapter 35, there's this beautiful picture of the Messiah. And it says, then the eyes of the blind shall be opened and the ears of the deaf shall be unstopped. Then the lame shall leap like a deer and the tongue of the dumb sing. For water shall burst forth in the wilderness and the streams in the desert. This is an affirmation of how Jesus is the Messiah. It's a beautiful picture that he's coming. He's, he's healing in this way. And, you know, whenever we think about how he has done all things well, you know, the greatest thing that Jesus has done is that he's, he's, provided, he's provided redemption for us. And what just a great truth to just be reminded of even today that Jesus redeems. He completes it. He has done all things well. And so maybe today you just need to be reminded of the, the good things that Jesus has done. That, you know, he meets us right where our hearts are. He meets us right in our condition. Whether we're in a desperate place, we're at his feet and we're just like, Lord, whatever. Whatever you want to do in this moment, I fully surrender to you. What a what a great thing to know that Jesus meets us right where we are. And also to just know that in the times whenever we're blind to his goodness, we're deaf to listening to him, that Jesus comes and he just groans in his heart and just says, be open. And he can take the hardest heart and he can change it for his glory. And, and friends, may we have a story to share. May we have something to proclaim. And the thing that we have to proclaim is that God is truly good. He has truly uh, redeemed us. He has saved us, not by our works, but by his grace alone. What a great truth to carry with you today. 
I I just pray that you just uh, share that with somebody. May we be proclaimers of that. Friends, thank you so much for listening and just enjoying this time being in God's Word. We're looking forward to just continuing to dig in. So make sure you stay tuned in, and uh, we see we will see you back next time for our next podcast. God bless, and talk to you talk to you then. Thank you for joining us today for the New Vision Podcast. We hope that you have heard a word from the Lord and that you can better walk today in light of God's word. To find out more information about New Vision, we would love for you to follow us on Instagram at New Vision Life or look us up online at newvisionlife.com. And as always, we look forward to seeing you tomorrow.